0: Dr. Aaron Warner again for a second podcast here, because we had so much fun talking about joy. And I really want you to go back and listen to that podcast if you haven't heard it yet, because it really is a good mindset and above and beyond what you hear. You know, you guys can get on YouTube and hear a positive mindset and all that, but there's a base underline that goes with it, a foundation to that understanding. And we talked about it in the last podcast, but I, but I kept him here. I, I, and luckily for me, he's excited to stay and enjoy him. And we want to talk about another thing here, but I do want to share a little bit more on your background. You also have your own podcast. Yes. What is the name of your podcast?
1: Uh, Independent Insights. Okay. So we talk about, uh, uh, focus on optometry practices and what what challenges that uh, that we have and, and little snippets on on how to you know overcome those.
0: I love it. So we're going to put the, his, uh link to his podcast in the bio down at the bottom there. You guys can click on that in another different place to find you for more information, regardless of the industry. You guys are going to find nits and facts on that one. So absolutely. Definitely want to share on that. So this podcast, I've thought about, I've thought about it on and off since I started doing the podcast. I didn't really have a good foundation to go through it. And now I'm living it firsthand. So I'm I'm living it firsthand right now. I am stepping back away from my sign company and I'm letting uh, our sales manager, Jeannie Jackson, take it over and she's going to now run integrated science. And I'm stepping away from that and I'm having a real problem letting go. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm by myself. No. I really think that this is a, a topic or a conversation that people tend to stay, I guess, in their comfort zone because they know it so well, or they're a little OCD, one of the two different reasons, and they go, I want it this way, a certain way, it's the only way that's going to be the right way, and they grasp onto that that thought process they had forever, and they, they don't know how to let go. No. Well, change is scary. Change is scary yeah. for some people. For some people. You know, I I think uh, uh, you and I, from, from what we've been talking about, have learned to live in the change world. Yes. We've learned to accept change. And, and you know, if I got up and I put my shoes on first, maybe I got to put my socks on and walk around the house and then put my shoes on. Whatever the little difference is there, you know, yeah. we're, we're going to try something different. Did this make me more efficient? Did this make it better? Did I find more joy in my day-to-day grind as I did it this way? But having that change is a little, is is good for People that have the right mindset have gotten there. Yeah. But that is that is that's top of the mountain stuff. That is very top of the mountain. And for the baseline of the mountain, having to let go and realize that the person you're going to give the responsibility to will not do it better than you on day one. Yeah. But they might do it very, very much better than you in a short amount of time that you would never think happen.
1: Uh, well, they might do it better than you day one. Maybe. So think we both have kids. Yep. Right. Um. The, by my third one, this was old hat. But by on the first one, right, even the, leaving them with mom, my mom, mm-hmm. right, there was a there was two pages of instructions on. <laughs> are you kidding? Me? Like my man raised four kids and did a damn good job doing it. Yep. And this is my first one. I've I've had all of you know three weeks, months worth of experience, and I'm gonna leave a to do list for an expert. Yep. Um. Yeah. I, I she did a better job. That day, than, than than I did. How did she handle that when you handed her those two pages? Oh, she just laughed because she knew I was an idiot, and she probably remembered when she did that to her mom, and it's just <laughs> it's that that cycle. So she had some beautiful grace, and she says, "No problem, Aaron. I'll take care of it. Thank you very much." Oh yeah, and and my dad just shook his head, and the way dads do, and she, <laughs> get out of here. Oh, I
0: I remember, I remember when Zoe was born, and she had been, you know. Uh, alive and or whatever term you want to call for the first four hours or popped out of the womb for the first four hours. The nurse says, oh, you can go and change a diaper. And I went, yeah, you got some instructions on this? Yeah. And she just like me. She goes, it's fine. You'll be fine. And I'm like, I was so scared changing a diaper. And within two months in, I could do it one-handed while watching the game and could care less. Uh-huh. But that first time was scary and I'll get out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I had remember that. Yeah. In a business it's just as so scary because your this is your baby. It it's you it's your baby, it's your you know, it's your uh, it's your money tree. Yeah, so it's your baby that pays your bills. I don't have one of those yet. Yeah. I'm paying their bills still. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it literally is it, it is it is your income, it's your growth. Somehow it's 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 your um it's your presence, it's who you are as a person. Like somehow you've crossed the line and it's your company is now a part of you. Yeah. Which is kind of a scary place to be. It shouldn't be that way, but we all slip into that fall. Yeah. We slip we slip into that little trench there. Um to say, okay, you are gonna do this and I'm gonna just trust you. I it's it's a fear that I see a lot of people can't make that jump. No.
1: Well, let's break down the fear because I think that part of it, and it's just it it, it it popped in my head right it, now. It, uh, because it's who you are, you made the comment that, that your business is who you are. We put out a front, right? So everybody sees us a certain way. But now when somebody's going to run it and and take over a significant portion of managing, they get to see you naked. Oh, yeah. Right? They get to yeah. see the parts of you that you kept hidden yes. from everybody else. That's scary.
0: That's true because you may not, you might be very uh, secure and very confident in that line of work or that area of what you're doing and now you have to go learn something new which you've preached to everybody Mm -hmm. but you actually got to do it yourself you got to walk the walk
1: oh yeah i mean somebody starts looking at at numbers and books and financials not and and, i mean there's nothing malicious about it but just was i doing it right yeah was was it it and unless you're a pro athlete when everybody can see you and see your stats and they put it up on a giant jumbotron Mm -hmm. um which i think is why they have to pay them millions because you can put all my errors up on a giant jumbotron yeah have me be okay with it yeah right yeah Uh, the confidence level I guess a little bit right down um I think that's I think that's part of it is the the less the you know there's certainly that you're not going to do it my way Mm -hmm. but it's also you're going to see all my mistakes you're going to see everything that wasn't just
0: right the troll under the bridge in fairy ponytail land you know, it's kind of funny because I'll, I'm looking at it from only one side of viewpoint as an honor, but I actually like when my employees go on vacation. When they go on a two-week vacation, I get to go dig through their underwear drawer and see how well they're doing. And I literally get to go, oh, you did a great job. You guys are an all-star. And you come back, I'm going to tell you, you did an all-star. And if I come back and through to see that there's, you know, you hit all these problems there, and now that you're gone, I got to deal with them. Now we're going to have a conversation. Why didn't you attack these? And I love to see how well they're doing and how where they're at in life. Yeah. So when they go on vacation for two weeks, I get to go digging through what's going on. I, I learned that. You just said the exact opposite side of the coin of Mm -hmm. your roles and responsibilities are now gone. And now somebody else is looking at them. You know, it actually is funny. I had a, so I'm going through a mentorship right now. And this, this guy is very well-versed in marketing, marketing genius. I will give him that credit all day long. And I gave him my financial said, this is where we're at. Here's the changes and whatnot. And you watch him just stare at it. And I started to get a little bit of a sweats going on. And I'm like, I'm a freaking accountant. Like, I know my numbers are solid. I know exactly around. But the fact that somebody was staring at it over my shoulder, I was like, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. I remember feeling that. And I started laughing at myself going, really? You're getting the sweats over this? Like, really? And I had to stop myself and, and redirect and allow it was good. But it's true. Yeah. So I, I think there's a little bit
1: of, I mean, that's part of the concern. And and then there's the, the well, what am I going to do? If I lose this responsibility, What what's next? What's then for me? Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't have that. There's not a lot that
0: I'm scared of in life. Rattlesnakes, Well, all snakes in retirement. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Anywhere any, closely. Any, anything has to do with the snake, I call that a nope rope. I'm not doing it. Yeah, nope. Get it away.
1: Get it away. Cool. Well, <laughs> yes. Sir. Very similar. But, <laughs> but not having something to do. Retirement? I, it sounds horrible.
0: Oh, I never retire. Huh. There's no way. I'll find something to do. Trust me, I I now understand when the guys in their late 80s are driving around golf carts being the ambassador at a golf course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. That's my job. Mm -hmm. I got that all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Walk up. You guys are behind pace. We don't care. Yeah, cool. Neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. I'm out there doing something. Exactly. Have to be productive. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. And it's it's so funny because when we were younger, you had to pick a career. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what was pushed on someone of us. We had a career. Once you pick it, that was it. That's your 50, 60 year marker. That's your career. And then, when, as we got older or the different eras, society changed a little bit. It was okay to have a job for five ten years and then go find a different job. Yeah. You know, the word career is very rare. Mm-hmm. Now, historically, you make a lot more money having a career yeah. and advancing than you go job hopping. You know, if you really want to make good wealth you're going to you're going to grow and scale your own company and you're going to have a career inside your own company. Yep. But you can have changes to your own company and you might even be able to sell a company and move on, which I think is sell right. a company or, or 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 hand down a company to the next generation. Right. I know you said you were fifth generation fifth generation, yep. And you took over Pops's practice. Yep. How did that that hand down of the company go from dad to you was it smooth was it rough it was smooth uh and
1: i think it was smooth um
0: more to his credit
1: than mine okay um and i say that because um i was still young arrogant and, and let say dumb yeah 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 yeah. I, yeah and uh and i think he he saw the potential and understood that that he had to let me make some of my own mistakes mm-hmm. so he guided me where 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 appropriate. Um, let me make some of my own mistakes. And, um, you know, was very clear about what his expectations were. Um, I was clear about my expectations, which I also think helped the process. Yeah. There was there was no guessing and assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it, and we had, we had worked together for so long that we, we understood each other. Um, but I've seen, I've seen it work both ways where it works really well or where it becomes, uh, confrontational. And that's usually when there there wasn't expectations or there was misplaced expectations.
0: That's a really good point. I mean, you, you, the communication is key to everything in life. And the more the more you open up and you you just kind of talk and say where it's at. You know, for my dad and I, it was always funny. Dad, for some odd reason, always had this statement in, in his head. And even when I was in my 20s, he goes, if you stick at the sign company, you'll probably be president between 35 and 40. And I was like, it's going to take me 15 years to learn this. I don't think so. I'll be fine at 30. Let me go. And I was very aggressive and headstrong. Let's get more, let's get more market share, let's get more market share. And by 30, I'm like, I can do this. And he's like, ah, calm down, ah, calm down, ah, calm down. By the time that I was turned 37 and he actually gave me the title, I'm not going to lie, I had lost some of my bite uh, and I wasn't as aggressive. I wish, but I really wish that I could have been president at 30 and had him been behind me saying, whoa, whoa, whoa kind of left, go here. But for the yeah. most part, let me off the leash and run. The sign committee would have been probably another 40% larger than what it is today. And and I and I watch these generations go back and forth on this, and I and I see kids that are young, aggressive. They want to make a mark in the world of who they are, and where you kind of can say, "Hey, I'm going to give you the reins, and I'll be here to clean up the messes for what you're going to have." Because you're going to screw up. I mean, yep. we're human. But it's kind sign of, sign of funny when you see the generational things. I watch the the old regime stay in the in the driver's seat too long. Yes. And they become a dinosaur themselves. Mm-hmm. And then at one point in time, it's so apparent in their face, they go, oh, crap, I got to leave. But if they had moved out of the road, I'm going to make a number up five years earlier, the company would have done so much better. They would have been happier, oh. lined their pockets a lot better instead of basically kind of going against the grain. Yep. Yep.
1: And at the same token, the, the, the young docs, a young doc call me and said, hey, I've been in this practice for three years now. When am I going to get an opportunity to to buy in? And I said, "Well, have you asked?" And he said, "Well, well, no. He he should just know." So for fun, I said, "Give me a minute." I called the, the 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 owner doc because he's a friend of mine, and mm-hmm. said, uh, "You know, hey, what are your thoughts on retiring?" He's like, "Well, I got this kid. He's been there for three years, and I just like he's really good. I'm hoping he buys in, but he hasn't said anything yet." I said, "So you guys both want the same thing, and you just haven't talked about it." <laughs> I'm going to be a hero. Yes, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, uh, so I, I think that there's, we, we get, we get comfortable in our station, right? Mm-hmm. It's not letting go. And we want, in theory, we want to, to, you know, that we don't want to become a dinosaur. We want to sell, but we don't know how to approach that or, or, or plan it. And the young group coming up, you know, either wants to get in the driver's seat too fast and, and not learn through the school of hard knocks and, and work their way up. Um, or they expect to be, be recognized and, and approached to, and I think just simple conversations will... Can can help that planning, um, but going back to you and your dad, if you hadn't had those opportunities though, and, and kind of been delayed, do you think you'd be doing the other stuff you're doing
0: right now? Don't know. That's a great question. It really is. It's a good question. I don't know how much. So the software company that I built, Scorecoil, I built it because we need to be more efficient mm-hmm. in the ways that we we're doing things. We we were in Excel, you know, and the iPhone came out, and you had a computer in your hand. Yeah and yet we're working in Excel. I was like, this we're, 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 this is wrong. This is so wrong. And so I built it just for us originally. And then of course, went to market later on when I realized what I had done. Right. I don't know if I would have started earlier because we needed something faster or I would have just bought somebody else's product to keep moving. Yeah. I really don't know where the end, the end journey would have been if I had been given the rope too early. I know I would have hung myself a couple of times. I know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know for a fact I would have stuck my foot in my mouth at some point in time and yeah. had to backtrack royally yeah. and it would have, you know, costed me an HR problems or what it costed me financially for a sign been wrong or whatnot. Yeah. I definitely know I was, I was young on that one, but the, the eagerness to learn was, was greater, I guess. I know it's, at some point in time, as we get older, you know, learning new things and growing and growth, it, it's harder to do. Yes. You know, I mean, at 20, well, actually, I take that the back, if I was 16, you just gone kind of, and blown on me and I would have changed my direction. You know, I mean, there was, there was no, there's no yeah. foundation, no structure whatsoever. And then in your twenties, you got some, yep. and then in your thirties, you either get charred, I guess would be the best way to say it, just destroyed by life. And now you're just stuck there and you're stagnant, yep. or you actually go, oh, I must reinvent myself every single time. This is the, the winds. Yeah. That's when you realize who's driving the ship. Yeah. That it's you. Yeah. No, it really is. You, you really, you, you, the man in the mirror, that's the conversation you got to have every day.
1: Uh, yes. One of my favorite songs, by the way, too. Michael Jackson.
0: It is a good song. Yeah, it's a really good it's song. A, it's, it's a humbling song. It, it is. Yeah. If you really listen to the words, you're like, oh, oh I'm going to sit here and think about this for a second. Yeah. So, so you're letting go.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let you off the hook on this. I so know. You, no. you're, you're letting go. Yep. And and you've got um. I forget what was her name. Uh, Jeannie. Jeannie. Yep. Jeannie taking over the what? And I'm fully capable. I'm sure. I'm sure she's excited. Mm-hmm. A little bit scared. Excited. Yep. Yep. Right? It's opportunity for her. Yes. What self talk are you like? What's your
0: pep talk in the mirror to you to be able be okay with her taking over? It, it is one word. Trust it is 100% one word trust. I trust that uh, she has paid attention enough. I trust that she's learned what the places to step and not step, and and made her own path based on the knowledge of where her and I have been through it. Because I don't think everyone needs to step exactly where I step. You know, a big snowstorm, you know, step in dad's footprints and keep walking. I don't want that. Yeah. Because if she tries to be me, she's going to fail. Yeah. There's only one me. There's only one her. But hopefully she's she's paid attention to not walk underneath the trees in the snowstorm while she's walking, you know, and the fact she's going to make her own path. I am, I am bummed I don't get to drive anymore. I will honestly admit that yeah. I'm bummed that I don't say, hey, go after this client. I'll stay away from that client. As she's going to make the decisions. Mm-hmm. That's fun for me. I really enjoy having a big client and going and killing and, and making that. So, my my joys, like if someone you know, I always hear they go, okay, you got to go public speak in front of a stadium. Most of the planet would just shrivel up. Oh, I'm pumped. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. Like, bring it on. I get to talk to this many people at once. Uh-huh. And so that kill, that go sell and that go chase. Yeah, I'm going to miss that. I really am. But I know this new path of the software, I'm going to actually change way more people's lives and make a lot more owners efficient and more profitable this way that I would ever fix an the sign and making somebody better. So I'm gonna be able to affect more change and bring, you know, I'm gonna say happiness because I'm affecting them. Yep. So it is more happiness to them, but I'm gonna be able to touch more people's lives going the direction I'm going than I was the other way. So I'm I'm at peace. Good, maybe most of the time. <laughs> Somewhat. It's not a hundred percent. I gotta be honest here. It's not a hundred percent, but I am happier in the direction that I'm going. I guess uh there's a little bit of look back.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well I mean hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, and I could say that because that's what I do for work. Twenty twenty, right? The um, <laughs> sorry, bad pun. <laughs> yeah, automatisch version of a dad joke. Um, no, I so I'm am a little bit ahead of you, and, and what I do, and now with Vision Source, uh, being out of the practice so much, and um, so I've I it just so happened that our office manager Kathy's fantastic, and we are are very different people. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with DISC and personality profiles, but mm. we're the exact opposite Okay. Gotcha. each other, um, which it, at first was horrible because we disagreed on everything. And and I've come to learn that's now a huge benefit because she brings perspective that I don't. Yeah. And then I've got a business partner in, in Dr. Brittany um, that, that sees things, uh, again, in her own perspective a little bit differently too. Um, and then I have a, a fantastic leadership team of people that I think I developed, but never allowed to really spread their wings. And so long story short, the, when I go back and look at the numbers, the less I was out of practice, cause I was five days a week, then I slowly cut down to, to four three, two and now one, um, as I had more responsibilities elsewhere, w- we grew inversely with how much I was there. So the less I was there, the more the practice grew and the more the business
0: grew. And, um, that's not what I want to hear. <laughs>
1: You're telling me I need to run for that front door right now. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It was it was a hard pill to swallow. Okay. Um. Because I it, it, it I lost my self worth, my self value. Okay. I thought it. I was down yeah. there bringing in the in, in the revenue. Mm-hmm. Um. And I still go and and when I see patients, I still I, I you know uh, it may not be the top all the time, but I'm near the top of of, of sure. production. Um. But when I'm there, I don't think everybody gets to fully expand fully spread their wings like they are when i'm not there and so some of the directions they've gone in some of the decisions they've made some of the ideas that have come up would never have happened if they had me just sitting continually sitting uh, on top of them and uh and and running And i don't know if it's because i was the owner i don't know if it's my 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 personality which is very straight and, and kind of in your face yeah um or whatever the case may be, but it, it, uh, so I flipped the script and and said, we did that because I was such a good leader that I learned that it was time to get out of the way. So so I'm still the one who, uh, who, who created all the magic, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was positive and the trust part was hard. And now I I purposely try to stay out of it, you know,
0: throw something their way, give them the the structure they need and then see what happens. One one of the things that I always thought when I was younger, my late twenties, early thirties was lead by example. As long as I led by example, everything would work out. If I'd made the most sales that month, everybody would say, oh, it can be done. I can go follow along. If uh, if I handled the most projects and, and it had the least amount of errors and they could see, oh, it can be done. You know, they're not going to make excuses for themselves. And so for me, all I had to do was lead by the front and I was fine. Now that I've gotten older, I've realized how many, I mean, a decade plus that I have screwed up in leadership. And if I had done weekly meetings to train how to do it. Uh-huh and done weekly meetings on this is what I screwed up on and this is how I fell in this trap. Here's how to do these things and trained my tricks of the trade other than what they just asked for. If anybody asked I was an open door. Yep. But I didn't take the time to build, I'm going to say SOPs, standard operating procedures. Yep. I didn't take the time to build SOPs to give to the rest of my team. So they kind of had to fend for themselves on that. And I'd wish I had more SOPs on the front end and then let them grow on the back end to their own version of that. Yeah. It's uh, so you've
1: got the uh, SO, we, we call them systems, but you've got those in place now.
0: I, I'm getting there, you're getting there. I'm getting there. It's it's changing rapidly. Oh, they yeah. so by the time I write them down, there's some of them are obsolete already. So now I've 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 jumped to verbal meetings, okay, and I've gotten that verbally. Do I have it written down for a brand new person coming in? No, no, they're already outdated, they're pretty bad, but I at least have the verbals and I have the weekly meetings to get the team jumping and, you know, leapfrogging to where they can be more successful with knowledge than just first of, oh, well, he did it. I better follow suit. Yeah. Well, it makes me
1: feel good that you don't have them fully right now yet. Cause I, I think we've turned into living documents because yes. they're constantly changing. So Google docs is great for that for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, ha- having those in place though, even if it's just verbal, it helps with others to, to pick up cause they, they know the structure, they know the, the, the lanes and the guardrails. And so they're they're driving in the general direction
0: that they need to go and they can make adjustments as, as necessary. And I think that would be probably, you know, going back and forth on this, in the terms of letting go, if an owner stopped doing the day-to-day grind and started teaching mm-hmm. what they learned and what they did and stepping back and letting somebody else do the day-to-day grind, his company or sure her company might flourish a lot more than right. what it is right there to be stagnant. Yeah, well, You know the difference between a, a, a
1: business owner and owning a job, right? Can you go to Cabo for a month? Yeah. Yeah. Can you drink beers on the beach in Cabo for a month? Hope my wife doesn't listen to this because she'll make me go now. Yep. But uh the um, you know, if you if you have to be there, you've got a kick ass job. Mm-hmm. Which is fantastic. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But if you want to be a business owner, you have to
0: have the business function without you being there. Yes. And that's my software company's way more there. You know, I can disappear for my software company two, three weeks when it'll be there just fine, just cruising along, percolating along. You know, not much change, but it's still there and running. The sign company, I will say, I could never figure out a business model in such a way that it would work. And I think I, I, I didn't put a lot of time and effort into the business model because I love to sell so much. So I just took that pillar and said, this is mine, I like to do this. Yep. And, and it was one thing that I, I learned somewhere that I, I don't disagree with this. I just kind of, guess, evolved and that when I, if you own a business, hire somebody else to do all the things you don't want to do. Yep. And only do the things you like to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I hired everybody else to build the signs, install the signs, deal with the accounting, do the estimating, do all that stuff. But I love to sell. And so I got to go do sales and that's, that's where I thrived. Yeah. And then at some point in time, I just did sales and the rest of the company kind of stuck my head in the sand and went, oh, yeah, good, good for you guys. Keep it going. You know, and I didn't train. I didn't promote I didn't grow and said hey what equipment do you need to be better what what skill set can I bring to the table so you can be better I never asked those questions you know I do for the software company but I don't for the sign company
1: yeah.
0: you know and that's why when when you said how is she doing you know is Jeannie going to do and you know how's that going I'm not going to lie I'm excited what she will do yeah. because she's learned that through me I've, we've talked about it. she has that knowledge you know this knowledge hit me square in the face a couple of years ago I didn't know this, this thought boss has existed you know, and for her, she gets to see it, feel it, breathe it, and now, now trying to implement it. That's cool. You know what else
1: is really cool, and, and slightly off topic, but um, your employees listen to this.
0: They do all of them,
1: right? And um, you're being incredibly transparent and in saying, "Here's what I did. Here's what I do well. Mm-hmm. Here's what I didn't do well." As your leader, as the owner, as your boss, as the dude that effectively signs your paychecks. Yeah, right. Um, I think there needs to be more of that in in. In business, we try to do the same thing with the, the practice. In fact, we're going through a, a bit of a remodel. As soon as we're done, you're going to hang our sign back up. All right, deal. And the, Love it. um But I sat him down and just said, "Hey, look, I I, I apologize because it's been a stressful, you know, couple weeks and and I think that I owned a lot of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's construction construction's construction is always going to be stressful. But I I let my emotions boil over. I didn't give you the attention that I need. Um, you know, our numbers ref- reflected it a little bit. We didn't have our best month. And uh, uh, but I think there needs to be more. Transparency of hey, I'm I need help here or yeah. I'm not doing the best in this area. You know, I apologize. um That's not an HR nightmare. That's that's being human and being honest.
0: It, it, and it really is. It just being human, being honest. You know, it's that's one of the things that I go in waves. I'm really good at, at plugging in, and saying, "Hey, what do you need? What's going on? What's happening?" And there's other times I just turn into a new machine. Yeah, you know, you just go for the sale, go for the profit. Where's the bottom line to that? And I'll I'll pick my head up after. I mean, I. It, when I say back and forth, I'm talking months, not days or weeks. It's months of yeah. one, one way and you go the other and you go, oh shit, I've been a machine. I need to change. I need, I need to be more human. Let's see what's going on here. And I'll, you know, pick oh, my head out of the sand. It's, it's being self aware. Yeah. So uh,
1: I'm very similar. In fact, they've got a, used to have a little slide when I walked in the back door of the Cisco, say hi to everybody. Cause I get in, put my head down, and start working. Um, mm-hmm. And in life in general, I, I, part of my challenge is, is we talked about joy before, but enjoying the joy. Yeah. Not just, okay, got it. Now what's the next one? Yes. And, and sitting back and, and breathing and relaxing and just enjoying that,
0: that, that joy. It is, it is one of the things that's very difficult. I, I don't need a lot to drive, you know, like the five love languages. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, it was, the one that's mine is the one I forget. Ironically, Um uh, it's words of affection. It's uh, quality time. It's gifts, physical touch, physical touch. Is the fifth one. And that fourth one is, um, Acts of service. Oh, yes. Now, I'm one of the anomalies in this world. I give and receive the same way. Okay. Acts of service. So, if somebody's having a bad day, I'll go to their, you know, the, the, my fiance. We come home. Um, the bed's not made. There's some laundry. I'll go do all that stuff so she doesn't have to, so she can rest when she gets home. That's my love language. Acts of service. Yeah. Well, she, reci- she receives in physical touch and then uh, uh, words of affirmation. Okay. So, all she needs is a hug. But I don't freaking get that. <laughs> so obviously we're doing the bed the laundry making the dinner like you said here's your drinks on the couch you're fine yeah I would love that if it were me uh-huh. but for her she just wants a hug you know and there'll be times where I'll wake up and understand there's times that I will completely screw up and then she gets more crank I'm like what's wrong I'm like oh the hug got it gotta like get a hug you know, in that physical test, but for me, I, I, don't, I don't need any of the five. Like, I'm weird of that anomaly. You make the bed once for me in two months. I'm stoked, man. My love tank's filled. I'm done. Like, I don't need that. And so I can oh. be that machine day in and day out and day out. I can even eat the same meal day in and day out. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm an anomaly, but I get oh, that.
1: Yeah. Well, knowing yourself is important and then knowing how, how not to be yourself when yeah. you're for you to be yourself. Yeah. <It's- laughs> Learn how to be different. uh, That's that's what uh, uh,
0: 12 years of marriage has taught me, is it? Sometimes you need to not be you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's kind of funny if you're you're listening, you're the older generation and the younger generation is coming up and they have good ideas and they're kicking butt most of the time. Let them run for a little bit. I'm not saying give them the title. No, I'm saying take a long vacation. Get out of the road for a little bit and see how much fires versus gold has shown up on the doorstep at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the month or so. I would love to have more people, you know, let go a little bit more and see what this next generation can give, what they can, what they can offer and go because their minds are different. You, mm-hmm. you definitely talked about that, but with their minds being different, it is freeing them to do some other things that we haven't thought of. Oh
1: yeah. They're super creative. They, uh, I went on, uh,
0: cause I got super tired mm-hmm. of, of these damn spoiled brats. Um,
1: (laughs) and, uh, putting it mildly, um, but I said, well, I know how to fix this. And so I went and, uh, and spent about nine months just reading every book I can get my hand on, okay, on generation Z just to understand. Um, doesn't mean I like what they do. Doesn't mean I like what they bring to the table always, yeah. but the more you understand the better. And it, it, two things really hit on me. One was, uh, I think I mentioned it before where, you know, my kids have never had to figure out what to watch because Netflix just told them. And so they're used to being told. So now when they come to, to work, they're used to me telling them what to do, um, which is really interesting because we own an optical and, you know, people are used to being told what to watch, told what to eat, told what to buy on Amazon, told everything. And they come in and I go, what do you want? Right. And so we got to change how we sell because yes, the old school selling isn't, isn't that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I grew up, you know, being afraid of communists because you didn't want you, in the government you, don't give me your data. My kids don't care now. They want, other data out so that people can curate the experience exactly to them. Yes. It's a very different, different flip. Yep. Um so so learning that's how they see the world was one. And then the second, but I was complaining to my now nineteen year old, he looked at me and said, Dad, when's the last time you hooked up a horse to your carriage? So what are you talking about? I've never hooked up a horse to your carriage. He goes, Oh. So I'll bet your great grandpa thought you were a pretty spoiled brat too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I said, You punk <laughs> Touche, buddy, touche. Fair enough, buddy. I <laughs> got your point. I was like, I really don't care how you grew up because this is how I grew up. And um, I think just recognizing those two and, and I mean, look, Luke, the younger generation, they're outspoken. Mm. Some generations, you can't get to speak. Yeah, it's true. I can't get these ones to shut up. Yeah. So how do we use that to our advantage? How do we use it to to, mm-hmm. to, to our advantage and in and, and business and life and, and whatnot? So just understanding the strengths and weaknesses.
0: I like it. I really like it. it's. It's just it's such a thing too. Is you know the letting go and it, you, you you hit it you you caught the keyword right at the beginning. Their fear. What's what's fear of it? And yeah. Once you know it, it's not. You're not afraid of it anymore. There really is that much fear there, and you go, okay, this is not such a bad idea. Oh, you it's know?
1: funny. Well, it's funny because it's you know you're not afraid to get into a cold shower. Nah. But letting go
0: of some decisions at the office. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And more in, and and I do believe one spills in the other. The more uncomfortable you are in on one the less afraid you are of another oh
1: for sure getting mm-hmm. getting comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah and when you get there it's freeing
0: it really is yeah it's it's and it's a different thing because everyone's different you know i, I read on uh, instagram like a couple of weeks ago i started laughing it said it said uh get to the point where you can eat at a restaurant by yourself oh yeah and it's freeing i've been able to do that since i've been 19 i could care less and sit there and have some food re- enjoy for a second and walk on so that's not uncomfortable to be but doing a tri triathlon, oh, that scares shit out of me. Yeah. So there's different levels, there's yeah. different pain points for each person. So don't think just because one's scary and one's not doesn't mean that you're you've hit the mark and you're good.
1: Oh no, and it's and everybody needs their difference. I mean, for some people, it might be drinking coffee from somewhere other than Starbucks. <laughs> I, I I I see that half joking, but you know I, I get to travel quite a bit, and you know being in Japan, being in Asia, and people are looking for a Starbucks. Am I kidding me? Like, we're in a different world, and you want the, the same thing as home. I mean, you want that that, that creature comfort uh, where I want to go someplace where I feel like I'm lost.
0: And uh, so I've only been in Starbucks one time in my entire life. Seriously. So I don't drink coffee. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't drink. I'm wired this way 24 First 7. I popped out of the bed this way and just wired. So I, I can't drink sodas. If I do, they got to have alcohol in them to kind of mellow them out, depress it with an upper. But I can't do any of that stuff. So I'm just water 24 7. And so, I think it was like three, four years ago. Somebody's like, "I just Starbucks." It was a client, so I couldn't tell him no. So I got there, he "Goes, what do you want?" I said, "Nothing," because no, seriously, nothing. I'm like, "I don't know." They sell water here, and he's like, "Have you never been to one? I said, "No." So I walked in. Talk about being on foreign soil. Yeah, I was walking around. People are rattling off words I've never heard before. <laughs> All different languages. <laughs> All different languages. <laughs> and I walked in. I was like, "Yeah, that that water. Thank you very much." I walked outside. He's like, "Looks at me and I don't drink coffee. He goes well, good for you. I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." I don't know. Wow. But yeah no yeah you'd bring me one of those places i got no idea what i'm doing
1: okay yeah well it is a different language the word large doesn't exist it's every you know okay three other okay. words for large but, okay got it but uh that's funny
0: yeah don't, don't ever ask me to get you a coffee fair enough you have no idea what i'm gonna bring back neither do i it's gonna be a guessing game for both of us and that could be fun <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious oh well, thank you very much for staying back and then doing the second podcast with me. I really appreciate it because this was this was a good topic. You brought a lot of interesting points to it. But letting go is is a fear that everybody has, and you know, if you, as long as you notice that it's not that fearful, it's not that scary, it's probably going to be easier to make that next leap in your in your life.
1: Oh, for sure. And it's nothing—a couple
0: of deep breaths and maybe a cold shower. <laughs> not gonna help. Thanks, yeah. Right on. Man. Thank you for being here. Of course. Definitely check out his podcast. Um, thank you for listening to this one.